0: Sunday edition of the Weekend Wire. Um, We have two Game 7s today, one of which is in about two hours, uh, Celtics-Bucks, after a, I mean, probably the best series that we've had since the Kawhi shot series. Um, And, I mean, I thought about this for a while. I, I don't know that anything from the bubble beats this. I don't know if anything from last year beats this. Um, maybe if you want to go Milwaukee Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Brooklyn, Yeah. But the only, like, game five and game seven were the only two, like, good games of that. Uh, the rest were kind of, like, either blowouts or just the Bucks' offense just playing terribly. Um, and I think, you know, we've seen game three, three, four, five, and six in this series were all very entertaining games. Um, and it's it's sad that it has to come to an end. Um, we're gonna give predictions for that, but I mean, I think we have to talk about what happened in Game Five and Game Six because oh my god, <laughs>
1: <laughs> two of the best games of the year. Game yeah. Five, especially, just remarkable.
0: Well, both of us couldn't believe the is Smart.
1: Oh. That's take um,
0: no, Takeover no. that happened in the last <laughs> closing minutes of Game Five. He he turns it over with about a, over a minute left. Uh, meanwhile, the Bucks are just making every tough shot imaginable. Drew is just dribbling in isolation and making jump shots, um, and he's been pretty bad offensively this series, um, other than that game. Oh wait, oh, Game
1: Five was the Marcus Smart yeah mistakes Yes. the end. Right? Yeah, Game Four was the the shooting foul again. No. Now I'm like every game is like blending together. The shooting foul, you
0: know what I'm talking about, where Smart
1: like didn't get the shooting foul.
0: That was in game three.
1: That was game three. Yeah, oh, that's a while. We, Have we done yeah. lots or something?
0: We we no, we did one after game four, right after game we four. One after game four, right? Yeah, because you okay. we were talking about Horford. All right. Um, the game five was the. Oh. Oh, the, no. Giannis hitting the three at the top of the key. It was the 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 bloods running down his face. Drew gets the steal block on Smart when they run that the dumb play where it's Smart going to the basket taking a two handed layup. Um, like a two handed floater from the baseline almost. It seemed like that was yeah, the play they it was wanted. Like to
1: falling run. over, it was bad.
0: Well, they said in the press conference that that was not the like the play was for Tatum and there was some miscommunication. Or something because they had Giannis guarding the inbound pass and that cut off whatever angle they wanted to get. So they threw it to Smart and then I think the play broke down and Smart Smart just thought he had a window. But Drew comes over. um, And in terms of like body control and stuff, it was one of the most impressive things you'll ever see because he like he said after the game that he like cupped his hand in a way where. Like when he made the block that he could hold on to the ball, it not going out of bounds and still be able to throw it off smart. That's what he said. That's uh, um, like an I unreal level could, of
1: body control. Yeah, I don't know
0: <laughs> if that's possible or if he's just making that up or anything like that, but throws it off smart that this is after the Bobby Portis um, free throw yeah. rebound where yeah. Giannis is getting treated for the blood right before he takes the free throw. He makes it first and then misses the second Brown and smart go crashing into each other. And Portis comes from the other side of the lane, gets the ball, puts it up. It hits the rim on both sides and then kind of rolls around and goes in. Um, yeah. So, and then, you know, con it the free throws they, the Celtics have to go 94 feet with about six seconds left. It's smart. Tatum's kind of open, streaking down the court for the three. You were right
1: though. Yeah, I think Giannis makes that play. Giannis
0: was lurking, but it's there was a there was a window for Smart. But the problem a window, yes. with Smart, smart's mistake was taking the additional dribble because he
1: And he messed he, it up too.
0: Yes, he had kind of lost the ball already, and you're thinking he should have just picked it up, like grabbed it and then thrown it at somebody else, but he he tried to like take another desperation dribble to get a little farther because i think he was concerned about the time they still had plenty of time Um, and then it's just drew is like steals it again and he's just like dribbling down the court and the game's just over um (laughs) and that's game five (laughs) so it felt like it felt like it was it felt like the series was over after that it just like felt like i mean I talked about Game One where the the Bucks come out and it's just like we're the champs game. Um, this was more like hard of a champion, like refused to lose that kind of thing. And then Game Six is just Giannis. It seems like he's going to have like a Wilt Chamberlain performance in the first oh like five six minutes of that game. It's just he, he he has like six free throws within two minutes, um, scoring just dominating them. Uh, but then Tatum, I mean. Tatum had the best game of his life to to keep them alive. Um, I think they found something with Derek White. We can talk about that uh, when we preview the game seven, but Tatum and Giannis just going at it, uh, not really trading baskets in the same stretch, but each of them had their own. Like Giannis' first half was amazing. um, And then he kept, they just keep coming. The Bucks just try to overwhelm me with physicality. It's like turning into a football game almost. And meanwhile, Tatum is just hitting step back threes. Just every time the Bucks get within like four or five, he's just hitting a shot to take them over the over the cusp. So this series has been awesome. Um, it's it's a shame that it has to come to an end um, in about a couple hours here. Um, but yeah, what what do you think is going to happen in Game Seven?
1: Oh man, um, I've been going back and forth on this all morning um I was talking with my friend uh, with a friend of mine. Uh, we just had graduation, and so as I'm walking back home from that, um, I said that I think the Bucks are going to win. I may have flipped on that An hour that's gone by since then. I might be on the Celtics train again because um, it's just it, it feels like the Tatum, you know, the Tatum game happened in Game Six, but I, I think he's still going to have a massive game tonight. Um, or today, I guess. And I think he just has a little bit more of that help. We just haven't really seen some of these secondary players for the Bucs come alive. You I mean, obviously had the huge defensive plays, but I don't think he's had a real efficient offensive game throughout the series. Um, I want to say maybe game five was the, the one game that he played well kind of on both ends. Um, maybe game three, but it just feels like the Bucs are just kind of gonna run out of steam here because i mean as unstoppable as Giannis looked in game six and has throughout the series like i just don't i just don't see him being able to get get the help that he needs um you can talk about Derek white stuff because yeah i really did think he was he looked a lot more like his like spur self um, well and was kind of attacking a little bit more than
0: yeah he kind of being like a spot-up threat well he had had a pretty terrible playoffs um, up until yeah. the last couple of games. Um, he was basically, in the Nets series, he was the one blemish for them. Um, and I think they have found this lineup where it's him, Smart, Tatum, Brown, and Horford um, that I think you're going to see towards the end of this game if it's close. Um, and on the Bucks side, you're right. They are kind of running out of guys. They're running out of steam. Um, their, their rotation is probably going to be Drew, Connaughton, um, Portis, Ortis. Giannis, and Matthews. Matthews probably. I mean, it, it depends. It depends if if Matthews has a rough shooting guy. I, I mean, I think I think you trust him there, but um, I think you trust him just for the defense. I think you need him. Yeah, it can't be Allen. Um, nope.
1: George we'll Hill that. maybe,
0: but. I just don't think George Hill gives you anything on the offense. I mean, if you're a Celtics though. fan, you want to see more George Hill because he's doing nothing yeah. out there um, yeah. other than that egregious flop that he had in um, game four. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the the Bucks are kind of running out of wings. That's where you miss Middleton. He's 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 not going to play today. Um, we'll see about Rob Williams. I think that could help the Celtics a lot if he's able to go. Do um, you think we see too much Brooke Lopez? He, in the same way that I'll talk about CP3 later, he looks like something's up. Um, oh. I I don't... So I saw a tweet that was... Um, he hasn't hit a three since game two of the Bulls series.
1: That came um, be right. Really? Wow. Yeah.
0: He is turned into, like, a dinosaur completely. <laughs> um, he just doesn't have a... I mean, he never he was never the most athletic person in the world, but his athleticism just seems like it's completely gone. Um and yeah, the but I mean the Bucks, you really have Giannis only played forty minutes in game six. Um but those are forty minutes of constant attack and it can wear you out. We've seen him, like we've seen them rest him for like a minute just to get him some you know water and breathing room. Um I think you can see that again, but the minutes told in this game are going to be insane. Um, the fact that it's at 2.30, I don't know what your thoughts on that are. Um, I would played think on that – They played the Friday night. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, I would have liked to see an extra
1: day. Um, but I get that they want to get the conference finals started as soon as possible. So um, I don't think you can give them late game. Right? That doesn't really make sense because otherwise uh, – like, the earliest you can start the Phoenix game, I think, is, like, 5 Eastern. So, I think they were kind of yeah. down, yeah. So, I don't know. I think it kind of hurts probably Milwaukee, if anything, just because they have a little less depth. And yeah. they're kind of reliant on Giannis, like you're saying, Like, and you're just kind of giving him less rest. Um, well. His style is also just a lot more physical, so it's, like, tougher on the body.
0: Yeah. Giannis had 44 and 20. In game six and it wasn't enough because satan was amazing but um just the the block charge stuff in this series just the way that he is able to i mean he he the travel that he got away with in game six where he he does a he does a spin move that's your two steps if you're holding the ball that's your two steps he does a spin move and then does the the step through where he takes another two steps, so that's we're up to five, and he he does the three because of the gather, and he gets up to five to do the, the step through, and they don't call it, and he, it just seems like he gets away with that a lot. Um, no no comment. But, I can <laughs> But when... I, I saw a lot of that.
1: <laughs> there's six games of that last year.
0: Well, yeah. Oh, man. Um, when... <laughs> I don't know when you when you have a game like this, and it feels like both series of this way, where it's best player versus best team. Um, I mean, I I, in, I was texting you the other day, like Giannis is approaching LeBron level, and I kind of think yeah. he's there. Where if you're going to beat him in a series, and you're not the the Death Star Warriors, um, that's a big accomplishment. Uh, and I, I don't know Aussie-ish. that. I don't know that. Like the the discourse is caught up to him with that, but like there's a world today where Giannis goes out and he has 55, and 15, and is just cements best player in the world argument over. Um, the argument should be over, I think already. Yeah,
1: yeah it's been. I mean, it's just the most unstoppable thing there is in the NBA right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean,
0: it, the, the fact that he, like, he took that three in game five and it kind of felt like it was going in despite, like, everything you could say, like, the Celtics are more than willing to give up that shot, as Stan Van Gundy would tell you multiple times. Um, oh, Stan. But <laughs> yeah, Great coach. Great coach he was. Um, so... My, I mean, my lean on this game just, just in like a, in like a gambling public sense, I can't believe the line is that high, like five and a half. It just seems like too many points. Five um,
1: and a half.
0: It is now five and a half. Yeah, um, unless That's unless high, it yeah. unless it changed in the last hour, but
1: um, I'll take that spread. I mean, it
0: just feels like home advantage really doesn't matter, and I don't know, like the Bucks have won a game seven on the road. <laughs> The, just last year, um, same round against. You know, I don't think the Brooklyn atmosphere is quite as nuts as what Boston. Was that game was seven in Brooklyn? Yeah. Oh,
1: that's right. okay.
0: Yeah, it was. And that went to OT, and we've seen them get out of stuff like this. Um, but that was Middleton down the stretch of that game. I don't know if you replicate that. I, I mean, after game four, I still said Bucks and seven. I think I'm going to stick with that because I, I'm terrified, to be honest. It's just like, I, I like. I, I think the the full spectrum of like epic performances is on the table today because it's basically him versus the world. And if if Drew yeah. has a good, bad game offensively, it's literally going to be him driving over and over and over <laughs> again. Um, I do think he needs to get to the line more, and I think the Bucks need to get a couple more threes up than they did in some of the previous games. Um, seems like in Boston, that's been the struggle for them consistently um, outside of that fourth quarter at game five where they hit, I think they were six for six. Um, yeah. But you're going to see Connaughton play big minutes in this game. Um, he's been great the whole series. Uh, Wesley Matthews is battle-tested. It, to win these game sevens on a road, you kind need, of need a good performance from your star. I think you're going to get that. I think Giannis, I, I don't see a world where Giannis has less than 35 points in this game. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I might even up that to 40. Yeah. I mean, you, you really, you need that and you need a couple of role players to play well. I mean, if you're getting a, if you can get Connaughton, you know, four for seven from three, great. Like you get Portis to hit a couple threes. Great. But it's going to come down to little things like that. Um, on the Celtics side, if, if Tatum can ride his performance, um, probably need a decent to good jalen brown game um i don't think you're going to see the smart performance that you got in game six but <laughs> i mean it's going to be a rock fight it's going to be ugly um and i'm just going to roll with who is the biggest um figure in this and that would be honest uh, and i can't can't go against him so i'm going to say box here
1: oh man um yeah i I just keep going back and forth on it i I think you're right to trust Giannis. i'm just so like this lack of of just other scoring it just frightens me you know like they they just and you talked about you know getting the threes up but like who who takes the threes right you know like you said brooke lopez hasn't made a three in in that's what like three weeks since game two against Chicago. at least like two and a half um you know Grayson Allen is a guy that kind of maybe look for as as the other guy outside of like maybe Pat Connaughton um but how much is Allen playable for how many minutes right um same kind of problem with George Hill George Hill's not really the guy I want taking that many threes either um so then you're kind of relying on Wesley Matthews to have sort of this like renaissance performance back to like his Portland days um or you're kind of relying on, you know, Portis and, and Connaughton. Um, that, that's what really worries me. I, I'm still going to ride with with the Bucks. I think. Uh, I think, yeah, the Giannis performance is just going to be, be too much for the Celtics. And like you said, yeah, was Smart is probably going to regress a little bit. Uh, I don't think we're going to see forty was it, 46 from Tatum. Yeah. I just can't imagine that we're going to see 46 from no. Tatum again. No um and so i think yeah i mean even in game six if tatum scores 35 i think there's a world in which the bucks come out with a win in that game right so um yeah i'll I'll go with the Bucks, but man it is i'm going back and forth like i'm gonna go back and forth on it until you know the it tips pretty much so
0: i mean game seven at home we know the trend it's like 120 and 30 or something to the home team it's some ridiculous number way over like 75 percent. yeah and i think i mean i think to take that in the context you need to i think you need to sort of separate it from different eras and uh since 2017 or no since 2015 it's 12 and 7 to the home team which is still you know substantial um and the looks are going to be there for the celtics like the threes, that's what the Bucks do. They give up threes. If it's Horford, if it's Grant Williams, um, White, guys like that, Pritchard even, I mean, the threes are going to be there. Um, I could see this. Actually, I could see both games. If one team gets a big lead, it's kind of just over. Yeah. Um, and I think that's especially true with the Suns. Um, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that. In second um yeah i mean we're both rolling with the bucks um i bet big on the celtics to win the series um i've decided that i'm not gonna hedge out but um it's ballsy motherfucker
1: um, <laughs> oh, i mean man. it's
0: it's it's ballsy but I, I don't i don't know i i'm not gonna hedge out but i'm still picking the bucks which doesn't make sense logically but
1: that's where i'm okay. at
0: um <laughs> and now on to your team, who is the Jekyll and Hyde of road and home? Um, and it wasn't
1: supposed to be this way, man. Our road record was was one of the best. Our well, road record was was better than most people's actual records.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. And I mean, last time we we spoke after Game Four of CP3's rough weekend in Dallas, Game Five. <sighs> Kind of went the way we expected
1: if um, i was amazing i enjoyed game five so it put a smile <laughs> on my face for a whole two days and then i had to watch the abomination that was game Six. game six was the closest i've come to turning off a playoff game okay
0: so just <laughs> what happened to game six because i was studying i was not able to watch a lot of this game Look, um
1: first half we're shooting the ball great and the looks are there like we're generating good looks we're not running our sets properly. And it's like the Raptors
0: still... offense where you just
1: – Yeah, it was a little bit of a mess, but, like, you're still getting good looks. So, like, it's fine, right? Um, the turnovers were killer. That's the only reason that I think Dallas kind of was able to build up a little bit of a first-half yeah. lead. Uh, I think they led by maybe eight going into halftime something like that. Uh, they might have stretched it out a little bit there to, right towards the end of the second quarter. Um, but it was, it was about a, you know, six- to ten-point lead for the most part. And a large part of that was his turnovers. Booker's turning the ball over. Chris Paul is turning the ball over. Um, Chris Paul, I mean, like I said, did I say it during the podcast or did I say it when we we're talking before? Like, he just looks broken right now. Um, uh, that was
0: before, but
1: that was before. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know if he's hurt. Uh, I don't really know what's going on with him, but um, he, he just looks like he's not right. You know, ever since game four, um, I think he's been, you know, thinking about the refs a little bit too much. He's not really been able to get to a spot, right? Which I mean, credit to Dallas. You know, Dallas defense has been great. Um, they've sort of forced Chris Paul away from that elbow area that he really likes to work yeah. in. Yeah. They've been blowing up the Spain pick and rolls really well. Um, they've been
0: reading and reacting. Which I mean um, blowing up the Spain pick and roll is yes. not a it's not a easy task. Right? Yeah. Um, and no, for it's people impressive. who are unfamiliar, that's that's where it's like a normal pick and roll, but you have a, a sort of screen, you have someone else screen. Guy who's screening the ball, so it's like sort of an off ball screen as well, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you have kind of three options flowing out of that, and it's hard to defend. But like you said, Dallas has been good, but keep going.
1: Dallas has been great at uh, blowing that up. And I I mean, a part of it has been okay, like you know, Dallas has been good at blowing it up. The other part of it is like, well, Chris Paul is not looking for a shot at all. It feels like you know, until the fourth quarter, it feels like he's looking for the pass option. He's looking to get Aiden involved, which I I like. I love trying to get Aiden involved, but at some point, he's kind of got to say to himself, like, look, you got to take the shot to at least make them respect that you're going to take that elbow jumper. Um, and he just hasn't really been taking it. Um, I, I think I can probably count on one hand the amount of like mid-range jumpers that he's taken from like his spots in the last three games, which is, I mean. That, yeah, just that's a place
0: where he really um, ate up in the Pelicans series. He ate um, up the
1: Pelicans.
0: Uh, he killed
1: uh, the Clippers last year in sort of a similar, you know, six-game series um, in games five, and especially in game six. I mean, he was hitting threes. He was getting that mid-range against the Clippers last year. He hasn't done any of that. Booker uh, was, was hot early in the first quarter, and then he just cooled off and couldn't find a shot at all. Um, you know, for him at, at the very least, like, my main problem with him in game six was more so the turnovers than anything. I wasn't really unhappy with the shots he was taking. I felt like, you know, decent looks, they just weren't going. It happens well, they haven't, I fine. mean, they
0: haven't, an an- they haven't had an answer for Booker consistently. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah. I think the, that's um, one of the one things you can lean on going into this game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the problem is that we're going to need him to play sort of above what he's been doing already. You know, like he needs to go for 35, 40. He's going to need that hot start and really like shoot lights out. Like, we're thinking back to like the the Lakers series where he was just tearing them up in, in game five, game six um, to you know close them out um, last year. And, and I mean, I, I don't know if we're going to get that, but he's going to have to be great. Um, it, it feels like, again, like the process was good in the first half and the second half, like it just flipped a switch to where like the effort wasn't there. The looks weren't there. I wasn't really sure what the offense was doing. Um, it didn't really feel like you know, this has been a team all season long that's kind of known what their roles are and like what players are good at doing what things and they kind of play within themselves. In game six, it felt like that second half, it felt like they just kind of tried to do either too much or too little. You know, there was nothing, they weren't really doing, they weren't getting good looks, what was the main problem? Defense kind of fell apart there. um You know, Dallas started making shots. It, it is what it is, but. Uh, the penetration has been a problem all series long. Uh, as soon as Luca is able to get, you know, even one foot in the paint and enforce any sort of rotation, that's a three-point
0: you know, yeah, shot. Yeah, and I don't Dallas. really know what the solution for that is.
1: I don't think there is one. Uh, I think you kind of just hope that they miss. It's in Phoenix, and, you know, they've been missing more shots at Phoenix than they have been in Dallas. Uh, we, we talked about it a lot. You know, role players tend to play better at home. Um, but, you know, so I, I guess that's kind of just relying on that. Uh, it feels like, to me, Mikhail – was best in game five because it felt like he was a little bit more aggressive with it. And and he was a little bit more uh, physical with Luca. And they kind of all were a little bit more physical with Luca. That's really going to come down to the refs. I think how physical are they going to allow, you know, the defenders to be with Luca? And and, I mean, flip side of that is how physical are they going to allow defenders for, you know, like Dorian finney smith to be with Booker? They kind of let him play a little bit more in game five, Uh, game six, It was a little bit more touchy, but, like, again, like, we just weren't locked in. Uh, The rotations have been kind of a problem away from home. Uh, Like, game five, they were really locked in. They they were staying closer to the shooters. Uh, They weren't rotating as much to Luka. Um, But in game six, again, like, that just kind of went out the window. So it was, like, a whole bunch of, like, little things that just – the details just kind of went out that they were, like, so locked in for game five. And it felt like – I think, like, they thought Dallas was just done after game five. Like, you know, we blew them out. Uh, just huge performances across the board from pretty much everyone, not named CP3. And I think they just kind of assumed that, like, oh, like Dallas just kind of like give up, and, and it kind of did feel like that because, like,
0: well, yeah, I mean, like you know, you know, what I'm saying, like, kid kind of, kid kind of was like, this is not yes. a must win, right? And it was like, oh, okay,
1: like, uh, like what's going on here? Um, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith was blowing up at the end of Game Five. Obviously, the Marquise Chris stuff at the end of Game Five with him going yeah. after back. Uh, it definitely like I, I understand why phoenix may have felt that dallas was kind of crumbling but like it's a luka team you know it, it's a luka team they're not going to go away they you know they're going to get good looks you know and like they've proven that consistently throughout and so really i mean yeah at the end of the day like you cut down on some of the turnovers and you keep getting the good looks like, you just kind of have to hope they fall um but th- this has been about as stressful of a series of i've had in the last you know two years i, I think even against the bucks it was kind of just like oh, okay like you know we have this guy that we just can't stop at all and you know he has a team around him that you know has two other uh, secondary scorers that are also going off you know against dallas it really feels like okay like they have their one superstar but like that shouldn't be enough to beat as complete of a team it as should not it is, should
0: not be enough you know? to beat the 64 wins
1: exactly um and, and, I mean, we've proven that every single game at home. And then we go on the road and it's like, uh, like there's there's no effort. Like game three, there was no effort. Game four, it felt like CP3 was just lost out there. Uh, and then game six, again, second half, it just felt like, you know, we, we just got rattled, you know. And we got rattled a couple times against y'all in the first round, against the Pelicans in the first round, um, where it just felt like, you know, we kind of lost our heads, you know, like Alvarado was getting in our head, Ingram, um, and it's like stuff like that that, like, you know, a CP3 team, a 64-win CP3 team, like, doing that is just a little – that's what's been frustrating me more than anything. You know, it's not so much that we've been losing games, but it's, like, how we're losing them and, and you know, it's just the, the effort and bizarre shot selection. Stuff. Like, McHale took, like, five shots in the first half of game six, and, like, I think I liked one of them. And, and I don't even think it was a shot that went in that I actually liked. Like, he was taking weird mid-range pull-ups that, like, that's not his his game like that you know um so i, I don't know they just kind of got to get back to, to running their stuff and, and trusting that it works but uh, i think dallas again like credit that dallas defense because they've, they've pushed us away from doing a lot of the things and especially cp3 away from doing a lot of the things that he likes to do um and, and it's worked you know it's made us kind of change the game plan for whatever yeah. reason um, and I don't even think it's on the coaching. Like, I know I've been tough on, like, Monty the whole series, but, like, I don't even think it's on the coaching. I think the players just haven't really been doing the stuff that Monty's been kind of preaching, you know? So, uh,
0: there's I know no big for CP3 to, like, torture in this series. Um, and they've gone away from Powell and gone to Cleaver, and Cleaver, Cleaver's been really good. Um, I think I said, like, two years ago that Cleaver was, like, on his way out being like an effective player i was wrong yeah. um because is all the way back um that's a and, niche enough
1: take that i don't think anyone remembers
0: well yeah i don't think um i mean if, if anyone remembers me saying that let me know because that would be amazing but um I, I so i mean we have to talk about the the referee angle of this the history of cp3 um in these game sevens where this is the first sun's game seven this iteration of the team with CP3 and Booker um, did not have a game seven last year. This will be the first time you said a couple weeks ago that, and I quote, we don't do game sevens. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably because you don't want to see CP3 in that situation uh, again. And I, not. I checked the referee assignment as soon as I woke up this morning and, and <laughs> You did not get Scott Foster. Um, you got Tony Brothers. You got Zach Zarba. Zach uh, Zarba is probably the best in the business, um, yep. I would say. But given that there's only like 10 people in the business, it's not saying a lot. Um, and it's
1: more than 10.
0: <laughs> what, I mean, it's like 12. Like, does Okay, it's like 16. Yeah. They have like four different crews, I guess. Uh, they go. I go to a season, night. I feel like I see a lot. Well, they shave it down. Season, it's only the best yeah, of the best yeah, in the yeah, playoffs, right? The best yeah, best, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and Scott Foster. <laughs> yeah, um, but CP three game seven history. We have most recent, recent was twenty eighteen, where no, he did no, not most play.
1: recent was OKC.
0: Oh, you're right, and they lost. Yes. And, and that was when he him. before the before, like in game six, he was like, "Yeah, but it gets it, um, like yeah. you're gonna see who matters." Like <laughs> the end of the game, go to drive and. I forget what the play was, but he like rejects the screen and drives and coughs it up or something like that. Hard gets a block on Lou Dort. Um, let's just bubble stuff. Um, I, I don't know. Like that was a first round series, CP3s, OKC Stent, um, a team that was pretty entertaining, but not yeah. didn't have like title aspirations or anything. But when he has had title aspirations, it has not gone well for him. Um, he turned 37 this weekend in Dallas, last weekend in Dallas. And he's played um, like shit since. He's, <laughs> he's been bad. He was not good. <laughs> Even in game five, he was not good. I think he had like seven points. He didn't have to do it long. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Um, the the kind of hunting Luca thing is kind of over. Um, yes and no.
1: I will say in game five. And they don't hunt him like they did. Like, game two, I think, was ridiculous where they just kind of went at him uh, one-on-one. Game five, they put him into a lot of the actions, and that did work. Uh, I will say he was a lot better about doubling. And they were a lot more aggressive in doubling. I think game five, he wasn't really sure what to do because they were kind of trying to play him as more like a helper that, like, help and recover. Uh, Whereas, like, in game six, they were just like, just fuck it, like, go and double. And, and, like, see if he can force the steal. And, like, he kind of did. Like, he's got hands. So, like, I, which I had, like, I didn't know. Like, he had hands that good. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think if you're going to attack him, we kind of have to put him into some sort of action or, or make him make a decision as a
0: helper. Yeah, it's not going to be, as the adjustments are kind of gone at this point in both of these series, um, it's not going to be, some crazy thing that we didn't see coming. Um, it's going to be who can make shots and who can't. Um, I don't know if I can bring myself to pick both road teams to win game seven today. Uh, <laughs> but I kind of want to. Oh, um, <laughs> oh man. You were pretty, I mean, you were pretty confident after game, after game four, you were like Suns and six. I think we got this. You were a lot less confident about the Pelican series because of the physicality of it. And yeah, just the way that Dallas, offensive rebounding.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. Like Dallas in theory, shouldn't be that scary of a team. Like it, it's Luca and it's the shooting that, that's been really scary. And like, obviously like defense is really good, but like, they don't really have like the length in the same way the Pelicans had that could bother like Booker or some of the, like some of our wings, you know? Um, but they're, yeah, they're just really disciplined, man. They've been really, really disciplined at home, mind you, on the road. It's been a different story, but um, yeah, all the games in Dallas, like they, they just been like super lasered in focused and, and just found, I mean, the shooting has gone up. And, and I mean, that's the scariest thing, right? Like we talk about shooting very serious and like, we, I don't think we were in a shooting variant series last year. I, I don't know if you can kind of recall one. Like, maybe the Clippers series, sort of. But, like, even that one wasn't really the same way. Um, like, I'm talking, like, a, like a Utah-type, you know, like um, full-on. They're shooting, like, 53s, 45 threes. We haven't really been in that kind of series.
0: Yeah, any, the Clippers yeah. – I mean, the Clippers in a way, but, like, the Clippers series was weird and that, was very like, weird. they almost could have lost that series, like, yeah. very easily. Every, like – I mean, I'll, I'll never forget just the feeling that the Clippers could have been up two oh zero at God, any point. easily. and yeah. the game five was like when the Clippers just went into Phoenix and blew them out. Uh, yeah. that was that was just a weird series. And I, I, yeah, I don't think the I don't think the finals was like that. Um, no. I think the Clippers is probably the most like shooting variance that you're gonna get. But yeah, now today, like two, um,
1: like, I mean, how many threes did they shoot? Do you know
0: in game six? I don't I'm know how many they shot. I know they. I know they had ten makes before the before the half.
1: Yeah, thirty-seven uh, attempts, fifteen makes. So, yeah. And meanwhile, we took
0: fifteen. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I did not know that. That that's that's notable. Um, that was very notable. I think. Yeah. I mean, I I think I, I've said it uh, the whole series, and we said it before as well, is that to win most of these games, the Mavs are going to have to hit, you know, fifteen to twenty. I, I said twenty because I, I believe that the Suns are going to score so much on the other end, and that hasn't been the case in some of these games. Um, if they're, and yeah. I think the fact that they only took the 15 threes reflects that. But um, I think in Phoenix, they're going to have this. Yeah, Game Seven is pretty low scoring. Um, I think the Mavs. I'll say the magic number for them is sixteen makes, um, which isn't doesn't sound like a lot but um, it is, especially if you're getting, you know, I mean, if they go 16 for 45, you probably feel pretty good about that as a Sunspan. fan. But if it's like, like we said, like 16 for 35, um, yeah, all the can very easily yeah. be that way too. So, yeah, yeah. I, know, I think.
1: I think uh, the magic the number whole, for us is we got to hold them under like 98, I think, if we want to win. It's low, but I think we really have to.
0: I think the hope for the Suns is if they get to a good lead in this game, I kind of think it's over.
1: Yeah, we've been good about holding on to lead so far.
0: Like I don't know that if the Suns are up at any point by 10 points in this game that the Mavs I mean, are going to come more than back. 10. I think
1: mean, it's, it's got to be 15. I mean you'd feel more confident about 10 than I would for sure.
0: <laughs> well, okay. How about this? If if it's like if it's if it's like the game starts and within five minutes, it's nine to two.
1: Yeah. You think it's
0: that one? I mean I just I, I don't know. I don't think the mavs are like the, the type that like comes back from that, if that makes sense. And it's happened. So many of these games have yeah. been blowouts. Um, yeah, the I really mean, the most, the most competitive been. game was honestly game one. Nah, um, that was like better. game four, better. kind of, but like game four really game never four felt ballooned out. out the
1: end too.
0: Yeah. Um. And well, game one no... we had a
1: whole huge lead until like the last four minutes when they started like fucking around.
0: There hasn't been a game <laughs> with five minutes left where you felt good about the other team winning that was yeah. down. Like, in that's I don't know if that's kind of that's how this is gonna go. I hope it's a better game than what we've seen. I don't um, so far, but, but
1: so far. oh, we beat them by
0: thirty-five. Yeah, well, I'm sure you do. <laughs> but <laughs> for the normal people <laughs> who want to be entertained, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we want to see a good game. So, and I think we're gonna get it in Bucks Celtics. I think we will. Yeah. I feel pretty confident about that. But um, man, I don't. I don't know what oh, like. Prediction?
1: Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Dallas is gonna win a hundred and eight to a hundred and three. I think Luca is gonna score thirty eight. He's gonna have
0: fourteen assists,
1: and he's gonna make. I have 12 the specificity.
0: Boards.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's my
0: exact 108, So you said one hundred eight to one hundred three. Dallas. I'll see if I can Luka find a bet has 38, on, 14 and.
1: 38, 14, and 12, or 38, 12, and 14,
0: essentially. 14 assists?
1: 14 assists. That's
0: I mean, 14. I think there's no way they lose if he gets – up. Yeah. I mean, if he hits if he hits that number of assists, then there's no way they lose, right?
1: That's, yeah. Um, that's what I think is going to happen. I think Luka's going to just just take over, man. I think Booker's going to have a really good game, but I I, just, I can't – like I, I thought I had faith in CP three, but I had faith in him like, to step up in game six, you know. And then he like, where was he, you know? Like it's I like, mean, the CP three right,
0: closeout dude. game is not even like it was not even on the cards. Like it wasn't even that. Yeah, um, yeah. like I mean, from I the start, it was like, dude, now nah, he's washed. Like, it seems <laughs> like he's kind of hurt. I don't want to make excuses for him, but it 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 does seem like something is wrong with the wrist thing, and that yeah. just could that could be a sign of his. Impending old age. Um,
1: yeah. God, I want him to go back uh, in 2015.
0: Yeah, I mean, I you remember I guess that I'm game.
1: Gonna... Do you remember that game, son?
0: 2015,
1: Clippers Spurs. That's like the most notable game down for me. Yeah, it was like the weird falling floater or whatever at the last second. Well,
0: yeah, that was that was the game where Blake was just like should have been called for like basket interference every play because he was just. <laughs> Every shot he would go like run and like hold on to the net and like fall down, (laughs) trying to like tip it in. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Um, I think so. I I remember
0: that very clearly. That was the game where Uh, Duncan like hit the crazy shot. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He hits the two free throws. CP3 comes down. They win it by one. That was probably his brightest moment. Uh, That was his first round. Um, Uh, Yeah. I believe so. But. Ever since then, man. I cannot bring myself to pick the Mavs here, so I'm not gonna do it.
1: Wow. Really? Yeah. That that's the last game seven he's won, man. That's all I'm saying. Ever since then, it's been all downhill for this man. He lost to Houston in the next round in seven. He lost to Utah. Imagine losing to Utah in a game seven, man.
0: That was the end of the Clippers, though. I remember that. That was yeah. like I remember a week after that game, He like everyone knew he was going to the Rockets. Um, yeah. That was in six, though. That was not in seven. Or no, it wasn't seven. You're right. No, it wasn't seven. Yeah, I'm looking at it. That was game seven at home. At and they lost. Yep. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. That's what uh, I'm saying, man. Yeah, I guess, I guess we're both on the Mavs then. I think so
1: we're both, both on of the Mavs. Us,
0: so, both of us have both have picked the road team to win both game sevens today. Uh, <laughs> Great.
1: I hope I'm wrong. I'm hedging myself here a little
0: bit. Yeah, That's it's me. an emotional hedge. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I guess we'll touch on the series that have already ended. Um, we'll do a conference yeah. finals preview in a couple days here. But uh, yeah. Miami, I mean, doesn't it start? I mean, it starts on like it Wednesday, starts right? On Tuesday. Oh,
1: okay. All I have
0: is time. I so. uh, will well, say that.
1: <laughs>
0: School is over. Um, all right. So I don't know why I was pretty. I was pretty confident in Philly winning the series after Game Four. Yeah, um, you and your MVP
1: reactions. <laughs>
0: I, beat, I, I didn't know the, what state of health he was in. Um,
1: not good. It was not a good one. <laughs> because he, was,
0: he was lumbering around for most of game five and six. Um, game five was the blowout of all blowouts. Like, yeah. terrible. true skin. That was when he was like four for seven or whatever? Oh, something like that. I don't even.
1: I'll try and pull it up here. He was very, very good in that game, if I remember right. But he was very good in game game six as well.
0: This has definitely been the series I've watched the least of, like, by far Yeah. in the second round. It's just been, like, a lot of ugly basketball. And game six, we get the, like, (laughs) I thought it was interesting, like, Miami, like, I don't know if they plan this or not, but, like, the way they were crashing the boards and, like, just trying to get ahead so the Philly fans would boo their own team.
1: Oh, so awesome.
0: And, like, take them out of it. it you kind of, like, <laughs> you kind of have... If you can, like, work the, the home crowd against the team that you're playing, that's a now, pretty,
1: That only happens in Philly, though. Let's be honest.
0: There's yeah. no other
1: fan base in the league. though. Maybe Utah.
0: Maybe. <laughs> I think it could happen... I mean... Golden State was getting booed for summer game four uh, when they were, yeah. like, just missing everything. And that series was just yeah. – I mean, if you're confident in the Warriors after that, like
1: – I still yeah. am. <laughs> Have you seen Phoenix? They <laughs> can't play on the road.
0: <laughs> yeah, That's assuming they win. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Dallas? They can't play on the road either. Yeah. <laughs> It's bad. But Miami Miami
0: can, and they go into Philly to win.
1: Whoever comes out of the East, I think, is just clapping the West. Like, maybe five games, probably six. But, like, I I think it's, like, going to be an East champion for sure. Both West teams – or all three West teams look bad.
0: You always have been a big Miami fan.
1: I have been. But, like, even if Milwaukee or Boston comes through, like –
0: No, especially (laughs) – Oh no no no! Get out of here with that. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Jimmy Butler has been the best player in the playoffs, other than Giannis. Yes. Um, which is a, I mean, that's saying a lot. Uh, we have a lot of talent right now. So, um, press conference after was a disaster. There was a lot of Doc Laker stuff. Looks like mm-hmm. looks like that's not going to happen. Um, uh-huh. they kind of threw Embiid, kind of threw Harden under the bus. Um, he said like. The, the actual thing that he said he was like the quote was literally like this isn't Houston hard like it was like yeah no he was exactly. like yeah he dropped off that. he admitted that like he <laughs> dropped off And like every player on the Sixers is just like yeah we, we were too soft we could-. like literally everyone was saying this. um and it's just it's just another collapse. Um, they have some contract decisions to make about hard and I mean he'll probably be back next year beyond that, who knows. Um, I don't want to get into the weeds of all of that right now because, I, I mean, I, I, one, I just like don't care because I want to see them suffer. But <laughs> two.
1: <laughs> I, I agree with you. I'm with you. Uh... <laughs> this is an anti-Philly podcast. <laughs> Let it be known.
0: It's just a pro-Jimmy podcast, honestly. <laughs> and like and that means in a way that like. Yes. We have to be against, yeah, yeah they picked Tobias <laughs> Harris over Jeremy Butler, and I, I had some Tobias Harris, uh, like, reversal this playoffs, um, he was pretty good, he was pretty good, he good, it was okay. Yeah. pretty good playoffs, I would say, above average, um, but he's not, he's not Jeremy Butler, and the not decisions enough. that they've made, I mean, it all turned. Every there, there's there's pre Kawhi shot and there's post Kawhi shot. Everything changed when that in happened. those
1: four bounces in, <laughs> in my changed.
0: life. In the <laughs> because if that shot doesn't go in, we might, <laughs> we might be like Joel would be two times Finals MVP right now. Uh, like I'll
1: be in the morning.
0: Yes, <laughs> and yes, I still think Toronto would win in OT. But it's a it is a sliding doors moment. Yes. Um, I don't know. Do you have do you have more to say about Philly? Uh,
1: no, I mean it's just goodbye, good riddance, I suppose. <laughs> 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 um, I, I'm just glad Miami got it through. You know, um, they got the shooting that they needed. I love what they're doing with PJ Tucker. Um, you know, kind of making him more than a spot up shooter now, getting him to the rim. A lot of fun to see, yeah.
0: He's doing a lot of little cuts,
1: yeah. Look at him moving around. Uh, didn't think that was possible like a round ago, so um, no, it's been good. I, I like what they're doing overall. Uh, I think the, the half court offense stuff will you know kind of figure itself out, and then um, you know, everything kind of clicks after that. The defense has, has never been a worry, um, so yeah, I think they're gonna like the rest, the little extra rest that they're getting. Um, and I think they yeah. will fancy themselves in the matchup against whichever one of these teams comes through. I definitely will take them against whichever one of these teams come through. Uh, I think wow. both these teams—they're uh, flawed teams, man. Uh, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about those flaws in, in the conference finals preview. <laughs> I mean,
0: I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for that because I just disagree yeah. <laughs> strongly. <laughs> but
1: uh, yeah, I can't wait for that, uh, honestly. But yeah, games on today. So that's gonna be fun uh, for any neutral fans. It's gonna be great for us. It's not gonna be so great. Uh, JT is life savings are on the line. My mental health for the next month is on the line. So uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be having fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, quickly, Warriors. They. When when was the last time we talked about this team?
1: In four before the blog. No. Before game four,
0: maybe after game four or before? It must have been after. I think it was. No, after it was, game during game four. Oh, was during game
1: four. Oh, it was during game four. Yes, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. That's why. And game four ended up being a close game down the stretch. Where yes. I mean, if you haven't seen the these Taylor Jenkins memes that are going around, where it's like he's he's curious about the the way that the league office is going to look at like all of this stuff is so funny. Uh, and it, it, they kind of turned the Grizzlies into like this unlikable team. They're um, fully
1: villains now, man. John Moran trying to shoot somebody. Like, it's great. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, yeah they're wild. <laughs> Memphis, in game five, they blow him out by like 50. It was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Um, they whooped that trick all over <laughs> the... <warrior.
1: laughs> was that was good. That was clean, clean use of that.
0: Um. <laughs> I didn't
1: think you could seamlessly fit
0: that in like that. Yeah, we go go back to game six. Um, Clay has his good game. Steph is kind of like not aggressive. I don't know. I didn't feel good about the Warriors after that series. I thought that they very easily could have lost both game four and game one. Uh, And Ja wasn't there for the second half of the entire series. And I think they they definitely win game game. I mean, if he's there, they win game four for sure. Um, And if he's there, they – I mean they have a chance in game six. So yeah. um yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think this team, like the Steve Kerr stuff, like he didn't coach in the last three games, I don't think. Yeah, I think it's been three games. But yeah. like should that really that? matter with the Warriors? I don't know. I don't want to underrate I coaching. Underrate Steve I think I think we <laughs> overrate coaching on this podcast. I, I think we do a little bit. Probably, yeah. but
1: um, evidence by our Nick Nurse pick over Philly. So
0: <laughs> we had the—I mean, we had the right call. The, the the it was the right call.
1: Die on that hill. Um, Things yep. didn't
0: go our way. <laughs> <laughs> and now I mean, we, we just picked the wrong. We picked the wrong Philly clap series. We thought it would yes. be the first round that happens. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Um, just one more word on Philly before we go. Just rough series for all the Tybalt stockholders. Oh, which God, yeah. kind of includes myself. He was really bad um, pretty much the whole way. Yeah. Just could not hit a shot. Um, Danny Green, this might be it for him towards ACL and LCL. Um, sad to see you go. I don't really have yeah, man. much more to say. Um, he's been a part of some it he's, he's been a big part of some, some of our favorite championship-winning teams, like yeah. the 2019 Raptors um, <laughs> and so on. Um, yeah.
1: He was almost Finals MVP once upon
0: a time. So. He very easily yeah. could have been. Um, yeah. so. 2014, he kind of played perfectly. Uh, well, Lakers. 2013. No, 2013 is when he broke the record. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I broke the record, but. Oh, you're saying if they win yeah. the series, if they win that
1: series, he would have. Okay.
0: Like uh, yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah. No, you're, you you might be right about that. Um, no? Duncan was really good too. So. Um, yeah. They they would have got it. But um, <laughs> 25 and <a> half <laughs> in Game 7. All right, all right. Amazing. Miami fans, man. <laughs> um,
1: I wasn't a Miami fan back then, man. Uh, <laughs> for years, I uh, mourned for Dallas, 2006. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and now look where you are. And now look where I am, yeah. Okay, um, well, to recap, we are both picking... Bucks and Mavs on the road, Game Seven. Um, man, that is—I mean, that's just a unheard bold. of. We're going to be wrong.
1: Oh yeah, that one of them—we're definitely going to be wrong. We're probably wrong. What do you this, feel though. more
0: confident about? Because I—I feel a lot more confident about the Bucks pick.
1: I think I feel somehow. more confident about. I, I neither connect. Is that man like no. awesome? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, probably, I probably feel a little bit more confident about the Bucks than, than Dallas. Yeah. I do too. But I, I don't know. I don't like either. <laughs> They're toss ups, man. That's what you want, though, in a game seven. You want them to be toss ups.
0: Okay. Well, we'll leave you with that. Uh, Bucks game is going to tip in about an hour. Um, so enjoy, enjoy, and we will be back to preview the just enough finals. time to watch this pod. Just enough time. You can watch it. Hey, they have, they have 1.2 speed now. So you can do that. Um, that's what I do sometimes. Um, so there Uh you go.